Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Cook, and it's A Good Story is a Good Story, World of Ink, and Michigan Avenue Media all rolled up in one. I'm not sure. I put all these names out all the, you know, on all the posts. Uh, we're going to have a great show today. This is, as everybody knows, my, one of my favorite subjects, writing, directing, producing, screenplays, children's. It's going to be a great show today. Um, Randall has brought, Randall Derrick, who's been on several times, has brought a great guest to us, and uh, they're working on a project together. Charlie Ayer and him are working on a project, and we will talk about that in a few minutes, and I, we got a whole bunch, of, a lot of things to talk about today, and it's going to be a lot of fun today, because um, this is something I know that everybody's interested in, because everybody, when they think they have a book that's good, they want to make it into a movie or a play, and so we'll have a really good discussion on that and uh, next week I don't think I have a show I have a show oh yes I do it's already June I can't believe it's June already I know and we finally had hit 80 we're like 90 it's Chicago and so we're I actually feel like it's summer now okay I do have a show on the 12th with Mikey Brooks in June and that is Mikey is an illustrator and I, I actually Randall you were on with him Mikey Brooks Mm-hmm. Uh, I think guy. we were last, yeah, a few months ago. And well, the show is not about actually his illustrations, but he is now a stay-at-home dad with five kids. So he's going to talk wow. about that. I know that. Wow. I know. That's why I said, oh, this is a topic, you know. And his wife is working, and he is working also doing illustrations, and he does banners, and he does, you know, he did my World of Ink new banner, and he's really talented, but I, being home with five kids, I think that's really a talent. So uh, we'll be talking about yep. that on the 12th. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have a, another show on powerful women characters with Ban- Brandy Potter, who found me from being on uh, that promo week that I was on when I also was talking about uh, how to be on a radio show, which ended up to be just me for 15 minutes, and I couldn't believe all these people listened to it, but they did, and um, so she's one of the guests that's coming on, and we have one more person that I, and then I think I might take a few weeks off, but we're going to have this person on, her name is Anna Ford, I saw her in a magazine talking about something she had just started, it's called bookclubs.com, and she shows people how to track, um, I guess there's a lot of book clubs now, which I, I didn't realize how many there are, and there are. So she's going to be on to um, how to tell people how to stay organized, and then we're also going to elaborate on, you know, book clubs and things like that, because I do think that people are going back sometimes a little more than they were before to reading paperbacks, because everybody has been a little tired about being on their phone and texting, so they need some alone time. So I think this is probably a good time to talk about that. So that's scheduled for June. So now I'm going to let Randall introduce Charlie, and then we're going to hear some stories that um, I want. I'm dying to hear this is how they first met. Okay, Randall. Hi, Randall. Well, uh, you know, hi. How are you? Thank you again. It's so wonderful <laughs> to be on yes, your show. I love doing it's it. It's so much fun. <laughs> thank so you. thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. The, the one thing I wanted to say to start is, you're only as good as the people you work with. And, right. and 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 even though it's it's ninety percent perspiration and only ten percent inspiration, unless you're inspired by someone or something, 
ideas fall flat. They just don't happen. And I've been blessed. My best yeah. friend is and still is is Kristen Cox. And one of the reasons so many of my projects were were done, all the documentaries and that I was able to do, and so much of my work was done, is because I found someone, or, or she found me, or how we we got together, and she was the producer of all, almost everything that was successful that I did. And I learned that having someone as talented and as smart as Kristen Cox working with me, I'm so much better at what I do. So, uh, And now Kristen is, is doing all these different things and has moved you know, on, and I'm, I've been looking for someone that I want to be inspired with and inspired by, and, 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 and I'm going to let him take over now because our history is, we were destined to work together again, so I'm going to just pass it on to Charlie and go ahead. <laughs> Hi, Charlie. Great, Randall. How are you? Thank you. Hi, Marcia. I'm very Hello. well. Thank you for having me on. This is great. Can you hear oh, me okay? I'm happy to. I'm happy. This is going to be fun. All right, uh, so let's, let's hear, the, well, well, maybe you want to say well, a few things that you do, and then tell us the story of how you met. I'm waiting to hear this one. Sure, okay. sure. Yeah, so I'm a media producer. I live in New Braunfels, Texas, which is in the heart of the hill country, just north of San Antonio, south of Austin. And I do media production, video production, photography, branding work, websites. I really help small businesses and organizations tell a story. As you know, today it's all about story and about content rising to the top. And so I have a devious little uh, back bedroom business with a with a handful of computers and lots of cameras and, and, and me and a few helpers now and again, where we do all kinds of cool things for people. My company's called Front Row Multimedia. And, uh, you know, I do everything but weddings. Let's put it that way. So, uh, <laughs> so I make, front, I make TV front commercials. Row. What's it called? Front Row? What is it? I didn't know about that. Front Row? Front, it's called Front Row Multimedia. And it's just a okay. small business. Most of my clients are local here in New Braunfels, San Antonio, um, so I do all kinds of creative work for folks. And then um, I'm also a beekeeper. I have this I noticed that. I saw that. Honeybees, yeah, which is, which is a real passion of mine. So that's, you know, I work with bits and bites all day, and I'm, I'm looking over, you know, lit up rectangles. And so getting out in, into the woods and looking at my bees and working with bees, I capture bees from nuisance situations. And so um, that's a way to kind of get hands-on out in the world and and, uh, move my body a little bit too. So um, I met Randall Dark many moons ago as a wide-eyed suburban Pittsburgh 19-year-old kid after my freshman year at New York University uh, looking for something to do in media for the summer and got a contact uh, through a guy named Barnaby, through a friend of a friend, and he said there's this there's this group of guys in Manhattan doing some incredible things with this thing called high definition television, and it was almost like a rumor at the time. You know, this was the early 90s, and so um, I I put in a call to Randall, and you know uh, was shied away from my old restaurant job for the summer, and <laughs> I found a place to stay in Manhattan, and I walked into Randall's office. It was I think it was just off Fifth Avenue, and uh, there he was, long-haired, uh, wild man with this cool <laughs> office with, with his, his famous brother's sculpture, and uh, I just, I, how do I be like you? And I just, <laughs> like, I want to play this summer, and it was, a, it was a very inspiring summer. We had a, uh, Randall and his team were running projects out of the Ed Sullivan Theater, um, wow. which was then kind of, you know, just they had been a CBS production facility for like a, you know, for, um, for David Letterman and, for many yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was pre David Letterman. It was kind of, oh, pre. Uh, I don't want to say yeah. derelict, but it was, it was, it was in between, <laughs> right. It had been in used as a, okay. as a video box. Yeah. yeah. And so Randall and his team were bringing it back to life and we were hosting um, all kinds of events. We were shooting, uh, testing cameras and shooting a documentary all around Manhattan. So we had this, great truck and we drove around Manhattan, um, you know, getting these scenic shots and interviewing people. And it was amazing. It just very, very much inspired me. And we kind of went our separate ways after the summer and fast forward about a million years. And my career has taken, (laughs) I don't even know if you could call it a career. It's been a wander, Uh, (laughs) but you know, not all who wander are lost. I've spent some really neat years. I think a lot of us do that. A lot of us do that. That's right. 
but what, what runs the course of my career is writing and story and, and, uh, and visual storytelling. And now here I am, uh, Randall and I just live down the road from one another. He's in Austin and we've reconnected in, in recent years. And, you know, when Randall says, Hey, I have an idea, um, <laughs> you, know, you had me at, Hey, so, yeah. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, Randall has a lot of ideas, right? <laughs> He's good. You know, it's yeah. true. It's really good. Yeah, I, I know how that is. I totally know how that is. But that's a good thing, yeah. you know. It is indeed. It is indeed. Yeah, and so you're, you're only as good as your last idea. Of his career, too. Yeah. Well, I've been, I've been blessed. I, I've career, been, it's been amazing, yeah. Yeah, I've been blessed. I, I've got to work, as I said, with people like Cliff and Cox and, you know, Sharon and Scott Rankin. One of my favorite people I work with is Fred Miller, and we did go sing together. And, um, you know, I've just, and, you know, I also believe in vertical integration. So not only do we, you know, write, direct, and produce documentaries or feature films, look at how else do you create revenue. And, you know, one of my good friends, Paula Lombard, owns Footage Bank. And, and so when I look at projects, I go, okay, I can sell the edited documentary I've got stock footage I could I could work with Footage Bank with. Um, mm-hmm. I've got still shots. So uh, the the hardest thing to do is to make a living in what we do. And so you Which can't is, think hard. of going, oh, I'm going to Right. It's, it's, it's hard. really hard. So you have to be creative uh, in what you do. When I wrote Easter Frog, The Brains Behind the Bunny, it, it's, it's, a, it's a book. It's an app. It's a screenplay. It's going to be a video game. Blah blah blah. All the above, and because yeah. you can't just derive one rep. But the heart and soul of this is what Charles and I are going to do uh, when we get funding. Create the the experience through a feature film, and and because it's how we're doing it is really, and we're, we can't talk too much about it. But it's not animation. It's act in makeup. In costumes, uh, and it's the story well, of how the Easter Bunny came about. So, how cool yeah. is that? How fun yeah. is that? I think you know. I it, if you can really do something and get the kids interested, and you know, have a lot of different media out of it, this is a good thing. I mean, because kids are very receptive to you know this type of thing, and it's really a good way to you know get into this market. So all right, let, let's say somebody, because yeah. I know that a lot of people, they're not asking questions because, you know, we're on the air. But, like, who came up with, like, when you come up with an idea, how did you get it this far? Well, it, it's, it's when I close my eyes and I, I think of all the different things and uh, what I want to do with my career. And, I, I, you know, I've been blessed. I've been, I've worked with some amazing people. And, and, and then I go, I want to do something that's the best thing I've ever done. And I, I came up with Easter Frog, the brains behind the bunny. The, you know, interviewing all these people knows how the Easter bunny came about, so I created an original fairy tale. And, right. so, and, and then Charlie and I are going, you know, let's, he and I started talking because, you know, at this point you really want to work with people that are extremely smart, extremely talented, and believe yeah. in, in visions. And, and Charlie, obviously the guy I want to work with on this and we're excited to move forward and get funding. But that, again, that's, that's it too. Uh, you can't, because we live, we're not an ally. We're not, not, not in New York city. So we've got a crowdfunding site that, you know, uh, Charlie, what a, a little while ago and we've got 40 days left and we're trying to raise money through a Kickstarter campaign. So Charlie and I get to control our destiny. So we don't have to go outside and get yeah, yeah. And, and I and I don't want to say anything bad about about anyone or anything. LA is phenomenal, but Bean Counters at times changes the vision. You know, it, I we he and I want to do this together. We don't want it taken from us. So we right. want to create well because you, know, you want the, your vision. So we control. Right. Otherwise, it won't be your vision. Exactly. It'll be what somebody else. You know, yeah. With the money coming. Right. Well, it, but it is hard well, to get it's money. It's harder to control the vision. It is. Yeah. So tell yeah. me about it. Yeah. Yeah, I know because you know. Real, I mean, because sometimes what what you're thinking doesn't come into what you know the people that have the money think about. They you know they think about exactly. really they want money, to change but it. you know right, and that's not always the way your vision is of it. Because but it is and, hard to get money though. That's the thing. Which it really would be nice if there were 
if there was money really available from some of the big time production companies that would help and they wouldn't have the main control if they would just put some people but you yeah, know there's but, so many good stories out there yeah but that world doesn't exist it, you know as i mentioned i, I, I started I writing directing and producing theater and i i did you know 13 of my have been professionally done i raised the money for it yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's because you can't take an idea. Well, it, I want Charlie and I to control the vision, and it's yeah. easier to control the vision if we find the money ourselves as opposed to the alternative routes. And so that that's what we're exploring right now. That's why we have the uh, Kickfunder up and running. And, so the, far, so and Kickstarter, the, the the one thing about Kickstarter, Marcia, too, is is it's like uh, it's an aggregate of support. Right, it's this it's this train going down the tracks, yeah. and it doesn't start with someone else's millions. It starts with your friends and family's twenties, and then someone who says, "This is a great idea. I want to be a part of it. I want I want the uh, I want the DVD, and the, and you know, for fifty dollars, I'm going to get a DVD and be connected to these guys, and I want to see this come to life." And then as so is that what, is that what track, happens? So okay, so maybe speed. this is something to talk about because we never really talk about that. All right, so when someone donates, sure. you what do they get? So we have one incentive, which is a $50 donation, which is, you know, uh, which is a DVD of the, of the film. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, our, our goal is, is really um, humble. It's $10,000 to get, just get the ball rolling. And we're, get, we're, we're well on the way just with friends and family having not really taken things public. And so we've gotten a lot of good feedback. People are saying they want to know more. They, it looks like fun. I mean, that's what that's what's driving this project is that it's it's fun it's fanciful it's it's a it's a it's a message about love so and yeah. identity and, and that's it, good. I think yeah. it's going to resonate with a lot of people so yeah I think that's I think at this point you're right I think this is a good thing and you know anything that can bring people together would is sounds really good because I think that's what we need so I right, so I didn't really know I I didn't really exactly understand what that is when you people give money okay so they're giving they just really want you to succeed in other words so they're pushing it on by giving you a donation which is a good thing correct kickstarter is all about it is a donation it's not a, it's it's not uh it's not an investment so it's a gift okay it's a okay hey, I, I like you guys i like what you're doing here's a gift and then quite often You'll have multiple levels of incentives, and ours, like I said, for $50, you get a DVD. And um, it's just really uh, folk, folks kind of nudging the project along. And the idea is not huge amounts of money for individuals, which is fine as well. We won't say no, yeah. but it's really about small amounts of money or modest amounts of money for many. And, and, and then, then, the, then the project itself, just like you look at social media marketing, and social media and and actually all marketing now puts the hands in the it, it puts control in the hands of the end user, right? Yeah. So yeah. things like reviews and and feedback and comments means that that the people who who watch and who buy and who click actually have a lot of control. Uh, in the the aggregate of their feedback means a lot. So that's that's the I think the idea behind a um, a. Um, a uh, Kickstarter type campaign is that it's kind of this 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 uh, organic uh, grassroots push of a project down the road. Yeah, because I think that's you know it's so unfortunate that people can't get their projects out there. There are so many good projects that just get denied. And you know I think people you know I've always told people just don't give up. I'm still here like after 20 years. And I have books now instead of the screenplays. I mean, I was optioned, but I couldn't get them sold to the right places. Uh, they were optioned. But as you know, options, you know, it, it, you don't get any money with options. And then if they hold it too long, by the, it, it, sometimes I don't like options if they're more than six months to a year. Because if six months or a year nothing happens, it is not going to happen for some people. Mm. So, you know, well, I want people to keep is- going on, though. And, and here's what's important too. It's, it's at the end of the day for a lot of people. Sure, we all have to make money. We we all want to pay our our, our mortgages right. and and pay yeah. off our cars, etc. But it's like as I said with Angel's thing. You know the Scott, the Rankins and Fred Miller, their hearts were in the project because how many how many Christmas movies get done where it's just the whole family can sit down and 
something together. Yes. And that's why I love Angel Sting is, and, and the people that were involved. And that's why Charlie and I are so excited about Easter Frog is that, sure, we're going to market to young mothers that have young kids because it's, a, it, 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 it's yeah. geared for kids that look in the mirror and hate what they see and saying is it's not what's on the outside that's important it's what's on the inside important right but it's also we're looking at at giving it to to young mothers so that give it to their children so that will 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 feel better about themselves and the other thing too it's a it's a good ride and the the mother can sit and have quiet time for two hours while their kids have the the easter frog so it's just a win-win across the board with it. Well, right, because I think that's what we need out there. You know, honestly, it's really, you know, it is about the kids, you know, because entertaining them is important. And, you know, if you've ever been to the movies where you see, you know, like a blockbuster, you, I mean, you look at all these kids coming and they love it, you know, kids. But it doesn't yeah. have to be blockbuster for kids to like it. And that's what the thing is. Kids just want a good story, you know, and they really yeah, want and, to and sit it, and enjoy it. it. And and if you look at it, Avalon is also a friend who's done um, young w- stories that also involved with with the um, program for the young audience. And people like that do it for the right reasons. It's not about sure we all want a blockbuster, but it's not just about about that. It's about doing good story for the right reasons. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. That's that's, that's true. Yeah. We're not trying to be exploitive. We're not trying to, you know, follow a hot, hot trend. We're, we're trying to do the right thing with it. Because when I, you know, when I named this show nine years ago, I called it A Good Story is a Good Story because the manager that I had at the time for my screenplay, he said, just write a good story. And I think that one of the <laughs> things is if you are proud of what you've written, and maybe it's not a, a blockbuster book, but if people come up to you and they're enjoying it, this should, you know, when you're a writer, a real writer, it isn't about. It can't be about the money because otherwise you you yep. won't write. You know, it has to be about the idea <laughs> yep. you come up with, and you know, kids are a great audience. I mean, I have five children's books. I started that way. You know, and I think it's really important. Yep. So I think, you know, that if it can get out there in the right way, there's a market that wants that. A big market. Exactly. But it has to get out exactly. there. It and has he, to get and, out there. Yeah. And 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 with that in mind. Um, sure, you know Charlie and I will get this done and show it to the traditional way for traditional distribution. But in the meantime, I've been working really, really hard to grow my LinkedIn reach, my stage yeah. reach, my Facebook reach. Like my LinkedIn, I, I'm, I'm at you know 25,000 connections on LinkedIn alone. So that when I talk to investors or 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 um, distributors, going look. Here's what could happen. Worst case scenario, we we release it for a two dollar or three dollar digital download through yeah. through these other social platforms because just and I'm I'm talking about just my reach. You know, I've got yeah. almost forty five thousand one degree of what I call one operation through LinkedIn. So, do and you Facebook when you're Twitter writing letters or talking to people, are you mentioning your outreach? Is that what you put in their letters? We when you're uh, telling them. I don't know. But, we haven't really talked to anyone. You're probably the first hearing all of this. I, you know, obviously, Fred oh, okay. Miller a little bit and the Rankins and, and, and yep. Chris and Cox know some of it. But this today is our coming out party. Oh, all right. Right, Charlie? Okay. <laughs> it is. <laughs> we like that. You know, we like that. You know, and honestly. Hi, you know, everybody. Well, Hello, and, world. Yeah. <laughs> and the good thing is now the shows, you know, I signed up and actually my shows are on iTunes now, you know, um, I think what we were talking before the show started. I mean, the markets are open, and people really want these projects to be, you know, done. You know, and it's really – that's why I never stop doing this, because I do believe it can happen, but you can't give up. You know, you have to keep going. I mean, that's why I said with my screenplays, I now made a few of them into books because I'm happy yep. with that because at least the story that I wanted, they're, they're changed a lot because, you know, over the years I've changed, but they're my ideas coming into a book and at least I have control that they're out there. If it's in my drawer sitting there, it's not anywhere, you know, and no one will ever see it. So if it's out as a project, as anything, you never know what could happen. So that's why when you're starting this, you don't know what could happen. It could really blossom into what you want, but you can't not try 
you know, that's what people need to do is try. Yep. You never know. You know, that's I mean, right. that's so, all about. You know, so. yeah. I mean, I I think that's really important because I think that anybody that you know, people when they're listening to these shows, I mean, don't only think of it. You know, if it's not done in a month or two, you can keep going with things. And you know, I've talked about this before. Sometimes, you know, when you go to a bookstore, they'll say like, oh, you know, uh, somebody will ask for a book, and they'll say, oh. This is, you know, an old book. But that's not true. It's a, it's a story. It doesn't matter how old it is. If if it's a good story, yeah. what's the difference? You know, and I think people are always, yeah. they're trying to invent the wheel when kids are easy because they like a good story. And they're hard to please, yeah, but a, if there it's was a good a story, story they like about it. How- it was a story recently about how Disney on their like their kids programming are going back to all these sitcom plot lines from the seventies yep. and borrowing these elements because the kids have not the kids you know growing right. up now they haven't obviously seen those so they're right. they're bringing them back to life the 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 Three's company over yep. you know misoverheard conversation plot or whatever yep. those are all coming back and Disney yep. says this works so there are elements of this project without going into too much detail, that are very much a nod to the past. And I think it's going to be, it'll be very quirky and funny and really, really capture. But kids like that. I mean, because even, look, even when you watch some of the, you know, movies, when I like old movies, I like old, you know, and sometimes when you look at some of the plots, they're very simple plots, but they're really good stories. So you can't, Stop that from pe- people will always like a good story, you know, and it doesn't have to be, you know, all bells and whistles. It just has to be something that is interesting. And I, I like, you know, where you have a message, but it's not that much of a message. The characters do it for you. I didn't even realize some of my books, which my children's books, people say there is a message. I didn't plan it. You just write a story and it, sometimes it is a little message, but you don't really know it. Until somebody says, oh, you know, this is a message. I'm going like, oh, all right. You know, because you're writing something that, you know, is from your heart. So I think that that always has a place out there, I think. Absolutely. Which is why that movie, which is why that movie, listen, everybody could laugh about Hallmark movies and they go, oh, whatever. You know what? They have the huge market because people want that kind of story. They want to believe like there's a fairy there's a fairy tale ending. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Angel Singh, oh, Singh yeah. aired I think six <laughs> times on Hallmark at Christmas time. Yeah. And, oh, it's and probably going to go I don't every year. The ratings were. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to go have, every I, year. I think there's a yeah, there, I think there's a it's five more years of it, but for a movie to be played six times over the Christmas holidays, be a supply and demand. You can't have yes. Hallmark playing our movie that often unless people want a feel-good story, and that's what Charlie and I are creating. We want right. to create a feel-good story, and it may sound corny, but it's true. We're creating it for children of all ages because I'm, I, I'm, you know, my wife says it all the time. Randall, you're a little kid half the time, and I am. Because <laughs> I, you're only as you feel, but, or or as you act, maybe. And I maybe I need to get a little bit more mature. I don't know, but but the thing is, I, I want I, I want. There's a child in all of us, so so sure I want the six year old to go. Oh, the Easter Bunny came about, and I want the sixty-two-year-old to go. Wow, I never knew that's how the Easter Bunny came about. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's what we're going for. I think I think it's not, there's nothing wrong with still having some child in you. Otherwise, you're, it's kind of boring. You know, I mean, you, it's nice <laughs> if you can explore and you know, and you find things funny and you find you know, and you're always thinking of new things. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's fun. You know, you just don't want to be like everybody yeah. else. You know, you want to have your own flair. So I think that's good. You know, and if, especially right. as a writer. A writer, producer, and director needs that. And if they don't have that, they're missing something because you have to yeah. have that. Well, you have yeah. to have space to play and to yeah. be light and to be open to new things. I, I think, and, and then that, that self-critic, you got to let that go. And then, and you know, yeah. you, that's what the editing process is about always. So, yeah. But I think that's the hardest part, don't you? The critic, you know, because when you're reading your own work or you're doing your own thing, it's so hard because sometimes, you know, and that's why when people, 
you know, like your work, you're so happy to have them talk about it because sometimes you're thinking like, really? You know, because you don't, and you hear it from another direction than you're thinking, you know, and that's a hard thing yeah. to let go is yourself, you know, just let go and like what yeah, you write. Sadly, sa- yeah, sadly, that hasn't been my problem. I just, like, that's a good thing. <laughs> Well, no, it's it's like the, I don't lack confidence, and 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 that's I think to my detriment. And having people, you know, like the Rankins or or, or Kristen Cox looking at yeah. our work, or, or or like Charlie and I are going to go back and forth because, I, you know, I've had a very young age a fair amount of success writing, directing, producing theater, and and you get really cocky, and you you think you're more important than what you actually do, and that and that's the death of creative people. You're not more important, you know, and you yeah. need to be part yeah. of a team, and that's a, that was a long, hard lesson for me to learn, but I finally learned it, and that's why yeah, but, you I know, am like, so excited to work with Charlie. But wouldn't it be nice? I mean, I always said this, people go, oh, it's so unrealistic, but actually, if writers, producers, directors, if everybody really worked together on a project, you know, it really would be good and it would be fun and it would have so much creativity instead of the way like you have to send it to a production company. They go, oh, we don't really know if we want to do that. We don't like the idea. Exactly. We don't want to change it. And, you well, know, everything changes then, you know, and it's not the yeah, same, that- but a project is good. And here's why I really love what Charlie set up. Right now, you know, we have this Kickstarter program, and we have 18 yeah. backers so far, and we still have four days to go. Um, but And I go, 18 backers. These backers are going to be part of our family. It's not, hey, yeah. g- give us some money and miss you, love you, bye. One of the backers, who happens to be a personal friend of mine, we're, his daughter is going to be in the movie. And, and it's oh, not it's, just it's, because he gets money. But it's also yeah. because she wants to be an actress. Now we'll yeah. audition her, and if she, and if, and I'm not mentioning names, obviously, right. but um, if she's got some talent, a, a bigger role. If if she if she's horrible, like I'm a terrible actor, but trust me, I'm going to have a cameo in, in our movie. I'll be in the back row, sitting, having eaten something, and Charlie will go uh, pan to the left. Randall's still in the shot, but. <laughs> but we're here to have fun. Yeah, we're here to I help know. friends and family. <laughs> it, that's the gig. <laughs> but I do. But really, you know what? I actually uh, think that would find, be the best way. We've got to find way. a big scene where Randall's way in the. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do think it's it's a good idea though for people, you know, to really think about it, and it really, you know, sometimes when you hear. You know, some people, if they're doing Netflix or whatever, they're saying it's like a family because they've really worked on it together. And that makes the best writing. And, and you know, where you, somebody, that's why Saturday Night Live, you know, look at, they all have, they do their things. Some of the things that they do work, some don't. You know, I was listening to Tina Fey. She was on uh, David Letterman for Netflix. And some of the things work, some of it doesn't. Yeah. But the creativity is there. And they all want to work together. You know, uh, to make it good, and so that's why over the years that has remained still popular. All these years later, yeah, with new and different yeah. people, he's done. Listen, Lauren Michaels has done something right because he's out there for all these years, and he goes with the times. So he picks up a new audience yep. all the time, and he has the old audience. Yep. He has. I mean, that's hard to do. To keep old and add new like that is incredible. So I think that if more people thought like that, and instead of just you're the writer, you're the producer, you're the director, you give us money, don't have anything to say, this one doesn't like the line. I mean, if they wrote more and they could be together to make a good project, then I think that's the best idea. So I think if you two got this going, it's really good because you care about it. That's important. And also the uh, the path from idea to screen has gotten a lot shorter yeah. than when when I met Randall years ago. So the kind of thing that um, that you can create content, uh, the the the, re- the resistance in the material is so much less with nonlinear editing and with digital cameras. So yeah. we're going to be able to do some amazing things, not on a shoestring, but. Not 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 with millions and billions. Yeah, because it has changed that way, right? I mean, it is different now, you know, and that part is good. And you know, and also, you know, 
that's one of the I think when people don't realize something, when you have new talent coming in, that's good not only because you know the salaries are less because sometimes when you're let's say I've I have romantic comedies and that's the I've several of them. That's really hard because if you don't have two people that are really out there that are you know um, have name you can't get that romantic comedy done because nobody will go. It's not like a drama or something else. You can add other people. And so that's how it's become. And sometimes you can't afford the the salaries. That's what's the killer is you can't afford all the everything else. The story may be okay, but you have, there's so much it costs you. They, the production companies don't want to do it because if it fails, then everybody's out the money because they want yeah. such big salaries. And that's hard. Like twenty. The good news for our project is actors in in costume and makeup. So it's it's and, and we're not looking for celebrities. We're not looking for you know high priced acting talent. We're looking for and there's in the because there's so many really 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 talented people that live yes, in Texas yeah. that don't yeah. in, in the L A and that they don't live in New York that would love the opportunity to work. Um, I think I think we're going to be blown away when we have our our, our open oh, I'm auditions sure you will because for there's lots the lead role. Oh. Yeah, I think oh, I think I think our door is going to be broken down with just amazing talent because looking for opportunity and it's and it's such a win-win yeah, look for, at Utah. for them I mean, and for us. Look at Utah. A lot of movies come out of Utah, and there's a ton of talent there. And there, you know, a lot of the stars that are on the um, Hallmark channels, you know, because it's, you know, they're they're stars. And, you know, and they're not, their salaries aren't insane, so at least the movie can get done. And then, you know, and if, and a lot of times, you know, a lot of the bigger stars are coming into the smaller movies because they're realizing some of these scripts are really good, you know. And that's the thing about Netflix now, because, you know, you have a lot of stars that really haven't worked in a while that are really good actors and actresses. They are getting roles that are really good. And that moves them in yep. another level again. And they're not all 20 years old, yep. so that's a good thing. Yep. You know, Absolutely. you go like, where are they? And now they're out there, a lot of them. You know, which is a good thing, I think. So, yep. all right, so now that you, now, so all right, with, what else? I'm trying to think what we can talk about to tell people because I know that they want projects. To, you know, they have projects. So, I, so when you get the money, what's next? From Kickstarter, casting when, and when, shooting. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, the the and, thing is, because here's what here's what's interesting. Um, I still have a relationships with manufacturers. So uh, mm-hmm. the 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 technology that we need to do it, um, a lot of it, when people go, oh, well, how can you do a movie so inexpensive? Well, we're not hiring expensive stars. Uh, yeah. Charlie and I, the, between us, we write, direct, produce, shoot, edit, uh, light. Um, a lot of the tech, the hard costs uh, for you know renting equipment, we won't have that. So. Uh, but there's still we want to pay people. We want to give them something. Um, right, right. That's why right. the Kickstarter is really important. And once and and but just as important is not just the money in the Kickstarter is the people involved. Like we right now we have 18 backers in our Kickstarter program. Yeah. These are these are 18 individuals that are committed to follow us. And if they give us five dollars or fifty dollars, I don't care. Right. It's, it's the fact that they're they're. They're part of our team now, and we will update them and all the progress. So it's 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 not just oh let's wait and see the end of the you know see the movie. The the backers get to go on the journey with us, and and a lot of people have been on the journey and and they love it. And some of them have never been on the journey, and I think they're going to have fun by getting the updates behind the scenes and just the stuff that comes with making a a children's feature film. It's it's. People are going to find it interesting. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, yeah. I, think, I think most of them will. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think they will, because you know it, it's a good if it's a good children's idea, which is you know something that really matters. And I think it's you know if you've interviewed all these people and then now you have the answer to the Easter Bunny, I think people want to go like, well, 
who it, what it sees to but you know what I mean? So I think you've interviewed enough people, so they're curious. So then certainly, well, like, when you interviewed them, did you have a lot of questions for them, or did you just do short interviews? How did you do that? It was, it was really short. I basically said, excuse me, how did the Easter Bunny come about? <laughs> okay. And, and, and they'd look at me and go, Randall, I have no idea. And I went, thank you. And and 99% of everyone I interviewed, I asked them the, that point, pointed question saying, how, how did the Easter Bunny come about? And nobody knows. Some of them would say, well, I think in something, something, but they wouldn't even know what that was. So that what got me so excited about the idea. How often do you get to define a, a, something that is as institutionalized as the Easter Bunny, and you get to tell an original fairy tale about how he, she came about? How cool is that? But isn't a fairy tale good? I mean, a fairy tale, you know, I think actually people forgot how nice it is to use that word as a fairy tale. Even on my book, my It's Never Too Late for Love, it's like it's everyone deserves a fairy tale ending. I think people like that. I mean, you know, people, they look all over the years, I, I found, look, what, look what's still popular among kids. Exactly. And, and, and one, of, one of my favorite things that I, I did many years ago is, uh, you know, tell a Sasquatch. Uh, I wrote yeah. a Sasquatch, I told an original story of, about how the Sasquatch came about. And, the, the, you know, this group of people in L.A. saw it and made it into an app. So now there's an I'll tell a Sasquatch. How fun is that? Yeah. So, I, you know, one thing Charlie and I are excited about is that it's vertical marketing. Sure, we're going to do a feature film, but, you know, we yeah. want a book to come out. We want, because not everybody wants to watch a movie. We, Charlie and I really want to make sure that at the end of the day, Whatever method that someone wants to learn our story, we're, we have available to them because it's 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 about them, not about us. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. And I think that's you know, and I think you know, vertical mark. Right. I mean, it, that's really the way it is because you know, and that's a good thing because yeah. the you know the kids like that too. I mean, you know, they yeah. they love being involved in all of this. Kids are a lot smarter yeah. than and adults. Give them credit for you know. Kids like them. They're, they're a lot smarter than adults. Yeah, well. So that, but, <laughs> but to, to, to cut to the chase, we're st- we're starting with with the feature film. That's going to well, be our, right. our, our yes. anchor. Yeah, yeah, because he has to somewhere, right? You know, and it isn't always yep. easy to start with the book. You know, it's. I would like to believe it starts that way, but it's hard. You know, and a lot of people, you know, and it's the script and it's um so how long let's how long is this going to be do you have an idea what do you mean like how you're right like uh, how long you this uh, normal normal children's feature length uh, you know it'll, yeah. it'll, you'll trim it a little so yeah. it's, it's at this point it, it, it you normally you say between 70 minutes and 90 minutes somewhere in between yeah because i think even it, adu- it, it, even it in the adult market now it's 90 a lot of the movies are 90 minutes you know, because it costs more yeah. money if they keep going. You know, but 90 minutes. Yeah. You know, you don't. You, I don't think you need that much more time to tell a story. Sometimes, you know, and because no. if you keep a story going for like two and a half hours, that's when people take a nap in between. <laughs> They're tired. They just like you know. <laughs> you get. It's hard to keep the momentum going the whole time. So if it's like 90 minutes. It's pretty good because you can just go through it, yeah. and that's the whole story. If you've got a long time, when you go like, you know what, they probably should have stopped this movie 15 minutes or 20 minutes yeah. ago, because <laughs> you know, it, because sometimes they just add stuff, you know. And I write smaller books, yeah. novellas, because even in Hollywood, you know, when you're when they're looking at a book, they're not looking at a 400-page book. That's not happening. You know, they're not reading it. Yeah. So you know, shorter projects I think work these days. You know, for people, everybody's, you know, it's different now, you know. Yep. And for good or ill, our, our attention spans are short. They really yes. are. And so without without making it um, pop, you know, we, yeah. we want it to be deep. We want to pull people in and have something that they want to watch again and again, too. Um, but we want to keep keep them awake and interested and engaged. And yeah. I, I think the... the uh, the fact that it's just pure fancy too. It's just it's pure fun. That that yeah. I think that's particularly with kids and 
will keep their attention. Also, in the kids' market, you also you're not making it for kids because parents have to sit through this, yes, right? Right, I know. You look at right. how Disney so masterfully does this, and so yes. the adults become fans as well. And so that's really we're making a, a film that Randall and I both want to watch. I remember when yeah, I went exactly. to see Up, like Up, you know, and uh, Ed Asner yeah. was the <laughs> voice, and it was yeah. you know when I we watched we started watching and I thought like this looks like a adult movie, you know, and as it went out and the colors were beautiful and the story was so nice, you know, and I think that was a turning point where they realized, oh, we can do nice too, where the parents and the whatever, grandparents, whatever, like to watch the movie with the child. And I think it's really, it's a good experience for the child and the parent, it's, it's not where they drop them off and they go, okay, see you in an hour and a half, you know, they can sit with them and have a family outing. You know, and when they watch it on TV together, it's good. And it's universal themes too. Yeah. So again, identity, love, and who am I, and what, how did I, you know, that's I think that's going to resonate with uh, adults as well as kids. Or yes, and uh, I think the better the the theme, the kid and all of us. Yeah. You know, and sometimes the parents could use to hear some of these uh, you know, right. where they, they actually right. because right you know what it's you know, bullying and things like that you know have always gone on so I think anything that film producers can do to get that out there where not everybody is the same you know and yeah. you know I think that's like an important message that you know we lose sight of sometimes and that's why it's good if parents can sit with the kids and watch like Coco I think, you know, some of these are incredibly, I mean, they're beautiful color and whatever, but the message is important, you know, yeah. about family and loving people. I, I think that, and well, that's why you know, Hallmark. When I, I, think you're, I think what you just said is unbelievably important. One of the early plays that I had touring to parks for children was, was called The Ogre and the Ugly Princess. Um, and it was it was four children, and it was you know an ogre, an ugly ogre, uh, yeah. and fell in love with with this princess, and she thought she was she was horribly horribly she would never find love. So it's you know, yeah. the ogre and the ugly princess, and it's a love story between the princess and this you know you got to look beyond the yes. surface, you got to look for for what's inside, and and that's why I'm so excited about this project is that it's 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 actors and makeup, yeah yeah, but it's basically frogs crawling into bunny outfits to deliver Easter eggs. So it's not the outside yeah. that matters. It's what, what's in your heart. And, and those stories are a couple things. They're timeless, and they're yeah. also um, important for mothers and dads and children. It's, and we're going to yeah. create something that the whole family, and we want that. Charlie and I really want when, when people sit down and watch it, the family can sit together and all watch it together and all enjoy it together. And that's, that's well, nowadays, it's, you don't find a lot important. of that. It's important. Even my husband is getting used to me watching Hallmark movies because, you know, you, <laughs> you know, and then when I'm watching him, I go like, all right, fine, we'll do something else. And I go like, oh, you know, and I, I, there are so many of them. And, you know, even though you know some of the you know the outcome and whatever you just like watching it it's so much more relaxing than you're watching somebody yeah. you know somebody getting killed or whatever you know this way it's just so calming you know where you're just watching yeah. it and, and you don't have you know you can just sit there and not be you know thinking of other things it's just a story and I, I always believe in a good story because I think that's really important and I do think a good story takes a beginning middle and end and I've said this a million times and I hate when they people just look at one or two pages of something and they go like oh this is not a good story well how do you know that if you don't get to the end yeah. because aren't you don't you yeah, like it yeah. sometimes when you see something and you go like at the end you go oh this was a good story because the ending yeah. put yeah. it all together you know yeah. it it yeah. can't be well, 5 looking- minutes because I have a theater upbringing, I look at everything in, in five five acts: Act One, setup; Act Two, introductions; Act Three, conflict; Act Four, partial resolution; Act Five, total resolution. So, yeah. you want to take people on journey that's not just a beginning, middle, and end, and 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 that you right. expect everything that's going to happen. So, I and I think Hallmark does does a, a great job with things like that. Yeah. Yeah. The and they've even added, they've even, yeah, and they've even added some. Now, there's Hallmark has changed a lot in over the past year. You know, they actually had something that wasn't 
that happy an ending, but it was the only way it could have ended, you know. And Andy McDow- Andy McDowell was in it, and it was wonderful. It was a really good movie, but it was kind of sad. But the ending worked out. But you know what? It was something they they don't do too often, and it was a difference. Mm-hmm. But it was a very good movie. So I think that you know. Even you know because sometimes things aren't always perfect either. You know sometimes you have to have sometimes for a character to grow or when you're writing it. Sometimes something bad does have to happen for them to grow and you know change what they might have thought. You know it can't all work out every you know perfectly sometimes. But at the end you go like well that's how it had to work out for that person maybe to grow. You know and so I think you always need those stories. And so Hallmark now is like the the one you did, the Christmas story, that does have that in it. And yes. that was one and of the saying, best yeah, ones. Absolutely. And that's before I even knew you that I saw that. Oh, you know. thank you. Oh, that <laughs> you means know, a lot I always to me. say thank that you. because it was good, you uh-huh. know, and all the people in it were good. And it was just. Well, Harry Connick Jr. There. and Lyle love it. Yeah. You can't go wrong, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. We had, you know, the cast that we had, you know. We were we were so blessed to have such an and and what's what I love about Angel Singh is that Fred and the Rankins and and the actors and the director and Lou who wrote it we all got along there was no yelling there was no stress yeah. and that and that's the environment that Charlie and I will create is that life's too short or too long pick one. So, it's going to be a fun I think that's a good thing. I think by talking to him now, I think you've met your match here, which is a good thing. That's <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> it's good. good. You know, right, because you'll have a good time doing this, but you, you're doing it for the right reasons. And that's yeah. what counts, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I think that you're going to give some people, you know, some jobs that they may not have gotten before. So I think that's a good thing, you know, when you yeah. start casting. Oh, yeah, we we plan on that absolutely. Yeah, I think that's really important. You know, I think that that's how you know life should be. Sometimes you have to give people that extra push. You know, to get them. And, and mm-hmm. you know, hate to say it's who you know, but sometimes it is. And sometimes, you know, oh. it doesn't mean they get like you said. Doesn't mean they get the best. You know, the leading role, but at least they're there to join in on it. Yeah. You know. And well, so I think because, that's because of technology. Because of technology, we really are one degree of separation. It's, you know, I I personally believe I can get in front of almost anyone on the planet because of tech because of technology that we have today. Now, is that a good thing or a bad? You know, there's going to be, you know, thirty, forty years of debate because you know there's, <laughs> there's good and bad with technology. But yeah. I'm looking at what Charlie and I are doing. Worst case scenario is that he and I release it independently through our network platforms that we already have massive numbers of friends and family and yeah. people that that we believe will will go oh let's support it because it, it's a it's a good cause and it's it's easy for us to do so even our worst case scenario is phenomenally exciting yeah right because so but because it will get done let's put it that way yeah. and that this is a project that's going to get done yeah so that's a good thing we just because, need you know a lot just need people to kick money into our our crowdfunding. Well, but but you have the talent with the two of you. See, that's a diff- That's the whole thing, though. I mean, you know, it's, everything sounds well and good, but you guys are talented and you've done a lot of things, so you can get this done. You know, and so yeah. the thing is, you've done this for several years. You can't just wake up one day and do this. You know, you have to. You know, yeah. sometimes work into it. And I think you know, experience Malcolm Gladwell wrote about the 10,000 hours required to be able to do what you want to do. You know, when I met Randall at 19, I, I, uh, I've come a long way since then doing a million things, and it's just exciting to be back together working in a different But doesn't capacity. that make it better and, for you? Doesn't it make it better for you oh that my you've God. done a lot of things? Yeah. yeah. I, I, it, it has indeed, yeah. See, I believe that, too, because last week we were talking about this. We were talking about young adults. You know, I had two authors on that were young adults, or they were wrote for young adults, and I haven't had too many shows like that, and it was so interesting. But it's like, you know, you are shaping people when you're doing, you know, younger productions and or books or things like that, but we never know what we're going to do. Like, I 
never thought I'd even have a radio show that I'm hosting for nine years. I never even thought I'd write a book. You, so you can't, you know, I never, when you're 16 or 15 or 18, whatever, you don't always know what you're going to do. And that's what I think is a problem well, for kids now. They think they have to come up with what they want to do when they're 17, and that's not possible. Right. Right. But and I, still, I have that. I have a kid who's come on to work with me part-time, and he's a he's for a better for lack of a better term a production assistant. He's second camera. He's nineteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like gone for a circle, and he right. And then, and don't you like that though? Because to see, yeah, don't you enjoy that? I do. I love it. And he has a very good outlook on life. He's a freshman at University of Texas, and he knows life is long, and that he's he's building up experiences in a way that. I guess I wish I was that wise when I was his age, but uh, but he's he he's also just sort of jumping at opportunities, just like we all do. So I think that's a great thing, and I, I think do. right. And who better to learn from someone that you at nineteen know what that feels like, right. so you can help right. him because well, you've already been there, been there, done that. Has always. I think we might he's have on a, the project uh, as well. So. That's great. So right now there there might be a caller, but I might have to hang. I no, I can never can tell. So. To see if it's next, if it's a bad one, we're leaving. I've had those. All right, let's see how this goes. Hi, it's Marcia. Did you want to ask a question? I'm married to the man known as Kid Kelly. I miss. Oh, it's not. This is what happens now. I don't know what happens. We get these crazies. I think Randall, you were on another show. (laughs) Crazy. I don't know what happens here. Anyway, I don't want to be rude and not answer it. See, I don't want to be rude and not answer. Because sometimes we do have callers, you know, but I don't, didn't even open the chat yep. room because I knew we'll be chatting quite enough, us. So I have no idea what this guy was saying. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. And, um, but I think that, you know, when you're 19, like we were just saying, when you're 19 and you have someone that has already, like you have, you know, Charlie, been there, done that. So I think that'll help him a lot. Yeah. You know. Because I think that it's always good to start out young and then find out that you can do a million different things right. before you and get you to follow, the one you thing that you like. Yeah. Right. And there's that you, you just you also it's also good as a young person to remember to, to uh, the way to the next thing is to do what you're doing now as as well as you can. So you know put, put everything you've got into what's in front of you. So yeah. Um, that's what do I a good do. job or whatever it is, and then you know move yeah. on. Yeah, I think that's a good. Good projects thing. lead to good projects. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so looking forward to this part. I'm going to go on Kickstart and just check this out. You know, because I'm not. You know, I've never been, but I think the way you explained it, it's it's an interesting concept to how you're explaining it. Because I've really we not talked about this on the show, so I think that being a part of something for people, they may like that if they're in this field to see how this is all going. You know, and I'm yeah, al- I'm I always think, thinking people that. will do projects, you know, but I think for you guys you um, have the talent to do the other parts, which is the right, you know, directing and producing is hard. You know, you just can't pick it up one day and do it. So I think you've got that going. So then once you do get what you want, I think you'll be on your way to this project, which is a good thing, and you well, and you get so. along. Yeah. Thank and you. that matters. I like that. Yeah. All right, so, all right, so, are you guys gonna come? You can come on again, and we'll talk about this. Hopefully, you'll be in. Love to. This would be great. Anytime. It was so nice meeting. It was really nice meeting you, Charlie. And if you have other projects, too, Randall much. knows. Just email me or whatever, and you can come on. I will. Randall knows. You know, I'm always saying, okay, right. what have we got new? What's happening? <laughs> so, yeah. I like to do yeah. that. It's, you know, can also it's not the same. Us. I do. Vega. Yeah, we will. And where will they follow you? Let's. Where can they follow you? Uh, you can follow us at easterfrog.com is our our website. Uh, okay. We do post blog posts and news happenings, and then you can also click through to the Kickstarter campaign there, and uh, and contribute. And again, a contribution it's it's more than symbolic, but it also has a big um, a big effect in saying yes, me too. Let's go, guys. Let's make this yep. happen. That's really what yeah, we're and then, for. and maybe by watching you, they can become, you know, film 
you know, production. They can get into production. They can get in. They, they might think they, they have a good story to tell. You know, I think there is okay. room for always a good story. You know, and that's why I do the show because I hope people will not stop writing because you just because you get rejections doesn't mean anything. I have a lot of them. Who cares? <laughs> I'm just right. keep going. We all have. Have we not been rejected? Of course, you know, and um, we all wife. have. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> That's different. That's a whole different subject. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. I have those shows too. I have those shows too. Oh, I love it. All right, Randall. Anything? Any last words, Randall? I just want to again thank you so much for having oh, you're welcome. the show. I really appreciate you and and uh, thank you. for it's people that fun. are listening. Um, yeah, uh, thank you for listening and uh, follow us on on uh, different uh, platforms and. Uh, uh, hopefully we'll have the feature done uh, soon, and uh, we'll put it out there. So thank you again. And it's, it's so exciting. I wish you luck on this. It's going to be good. So all right. So I will go on Kickstarter. Everybody go on Kickstarter. I'm going to go look and go on the website. And it was so nice having you both. Thank you so much, and all the luck. And thank I'll you talk much. to everybody else Appreciate in a week it. or so. Okay. Have a great night. Right. I, right. Not nighttime, you actually. Take I'm care. used to my night shows. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.